Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Tech Nubians, the weekly podcast where your favorite Nubians come together and we talk about game development and games. I am your host, Charles Babb. We have with me, we have Cherie. Hey, everyone. Shanae. Hey, folks. Ryan. What's up, y'all? And Travis. Yo. <laughs> Today, guys, let's let's go straight into the... I can't with you right now, Travis. <laughs> I can't with you. Hold on. Oh, you can. Man. You can and you will. I know this. No choice. Um, we all have no choice in this um, situation. <laughs> we're all dealing with Travis right now, you guys. That's how it works. Hold on. Wait, what second. you got in the background there, Travis? Static. Nice. Nice. Oh, Sorry, that should have been the pre-show question. First but... issue of <laughs> static. Nice. My favorite monster. Bring your static. <laughs> my favorite milestone company uh-huh. for those that don't know tech Nubians is your weekly video game live stream and podcast so it's about black technology professionals to discuss what when and where and how you can get into the world of technology especially video games well, let's go into the news let's go straight into the news amid backlash comic con organizers defend thanksgiving weekend convention scheduling what do y'all think about that? <clears throat> Thanksgiving I mean, weekend, we're gonna be around a bunch of people that smell funny. <laughs> well, you know, Comic Con just like you know, they I know they were gonna be doing something like a virtual Comic Con at home thing. I think this summer, mm-hmm. and you know, just like many conventions, they had just announced that they were having to cancel the in person event. And I'm not sure why they chose Thanksgiving to do an in person event, like. I mean, between seeing my family for the first time in two years exactly, <laughs> and seeing a bunch of strangers who probably have COVID. <laughs> exactly. And they forgot Hard about Black party. Friday, the blackest yeah. holiday of the year. Yeah, they, they succeed in, in a worse choice than Black Friday. So. Wow. It, it's it's going to be harsh. Like, like, like you said, Comic-Con in general is usually what? Four, three and a half, four days, four days, four and a half days, whatever. You uh-huh. count the preview stuff of like some pretty hard work for folks who are actually like paneling or folks who are like running booths, all that kind of stuff. Like it, it's work work. Yeah, it is. Like I one of the to... biggest conventions of the year. I had a booth and... for 10 years at Comic-Con. So mm. I know exactly what it's like. I, I used to help run the, do crowd control at various Capcom events when we were doing tournaments and stuff oftentimes. <laughs> I've just gone as a fan, so. Doing demos, running crowd control, getting yelled at by the Comic Con folks because apparently our our um, Street Fighter booth was too loud and they turned off our electricity once. Oh wow! Uh, oh wow! <laughs> that, that, then you know you have a good show though. But um, yeah, it's really hard work. We're even when it was during the summer, but now putting it during Thanksgiving, which is also like the one of the biggest shopping weekends of the year. Yes. Like, and man, and after and compounding that with COVID, which like there's the danger associated with COVID, obviously. Like, I don't really want to be in a room with like hundreds of thousands of strangers anytime soon like give me till 2025 feel that but man i just i just ooh, that's harsh i think that's a decision made by a bunch of people with a lot of money and they're not they're not really worried about buying stuff they're like we get this stuff yeah they're worried about uh making money it probably it probably has something to do with with the with the the, their contractual obligations also they probably have because I know they have they have contracts that that last a couple of years at a time, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they probably have some issues. I, I can find out more, but <laughs> well, uh, I'll let you guys know more. You know, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, I I have my stuff from Black Friday in my vehicle. I have to go down to Comic Con. You know, after I see my family. Like, I mean, no. I get it. I, I, I'm very sympathetic with, um, you know, I know there's a lot of folks, their main income comes from these conventions, and it has been more than a year now. Um, and that really throws like a wrench in your plans. Like, I'm, I'm very sympathetic to that. Um, at the same time, it's kind of like, I, I, I'm not I'm not against Comic-Con, like rescheduling some kind of a, a smaller in-person event. I just don't know why they threw it over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I know they mentioned there was like some scheduling stuff for it, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't feel like that's Tra- like the Travis has been uncharacteristically quiet right now, and I feel like a dissenting opinion. Travis is, is going to go. Uh, he's going to unleash like, in a minute. No, schedule <laughs> two Comic Cons, <laughs> one over Thanksgiving. Family. I'm going to Comic Con. Release the Travis. Christmas. 
We should stop every holiday. I, I just want I just want everyone to revel in this moment right here. Okay. Because this is exactly what I tell people all the time that I am the only person I know of who gets in trouble for being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. It's be it's because um it's so unexpected of you, Travis. Yes. And if you would like to take on this new this new like mantra of just being quiet, like I'll I'll roll with that, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you won't. Okay. No, no you won't. <laughs> um, look, okay. Personally. You know, now after getting my second Pfizer shot, thank you. Um, I'm in a rush to to see people I love, right? I really am, and it, it doesn't mean I love I, you, Travis. I, I love you too, Ryan. <laughs> it doesn't mean I, it doesn't it doesn't mean that I want to be unsafe, but it does mean that you know I do want to reconnect with, with with people who I haven't seen, been in the same room with for over a year. Um, and um, I don't know whether or not I feel safe enough to be around Comic-Con numbers of people, but um, I, I, don't discount, I don't discount that urge, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I know for Comic-Con in general, it's one of the few weeks where I know I know exactly where Ryan is all the time, right? <laughs> I know exactly where Leon is all the time. Uh, I know where I am. and and. Um, it, it, it is a family reunion for, for a lot of people, which is what Thanksgiving is, right? And so uh, for, for, for people who frequent conventions, for people who do all those things, who you know, use, use Comic-Con as that, as that means to connect to people you know, damn near spiritually, I get it. I really do. Uh, so with that in mind, um, I see why. I don't know if I'm going to go. But you're gonna, you're gonna go I, I would I would be I would be lying if I I would be lying if I didn't think yeah. <laughs> I, I would be lying if I didn't think that, or, or didn't say that it it is at least tempting yeah to, I think you, to, I think to you have some it. sort of subset of that right yeah and I think you make a really good argument for just having some kind of in person Comic Con like sometime this year I don't know if like even if it were like if the pandemic never happened I don't even know I don't know if Thanksgiving weekend would be an ideal time for them. Oh, it would be terrible. But, but I agree with you, Travis, because like I've been kind of like antsy. Yeah. <laughs> people, I'm like I now know the extent of my patience. My patience is one year. Yep. And now I'm very antsy, and I want to do stuff now. So I totally, I totally understand that. Yeah, because at the beginning of this whole thing, man, I was like, okay, well, you know, I get to stay home for a while, do work, blah, blah, blah. Catch up on all the stuff that we, that cool. we didn't have time for. Yeah. Now? Hmm. Okay. Over it. Over it. No, and, and uh, I'm not a, like, as a less professional person who tables at conventions and stuff, like I, I table at, like a lot of the smaller conventions or used to table at like, you know, the Geek Girl Cons and the Short Runs and the like San Francisco Zine Fest, like small things like that. Oh. Those all got obliterated. And part of the reason why I used to table at those, besides the fact that that was, that's the scale and scope of like my artistic uh, endeavors. But I liked, even before I started tabling, I loved going to those because they were smaller. They were more intimate. You could really talk with people. It wasn't about standing in line for eight hours or something like that. You could get to know people and you get to know folks in the community. And those all went away over the last year and a half. And those communities, some of them have been trying to find other ways to survive. And some of them have just sort of gone dark for like the last year. So same thing, like I have this, I've only gotten one shot. I'm waiting for my second shot. Um, I, I still have the same sort of feeling where I'm like, I am so eager to reconnect with folks, not only because I want to reconnect with folks, but also because these conventions also help set deadlines for me to do my art. Like without deadlines, without these conventions, my art is, <clears throat> I played a lot of, I played a lot of uh, Game Pass, <laughs> you know? So um, yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's a really, it's a really um, strangely empathetic way of thinking about it, Travis. And I, okay. I, I very unusual. Yeah. Okay. If, if, if if Ryan, if Ryan, Ryan's booth is always where we always meet, right? It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's always a rally point, which is cool. You know, like everybody's like, what are you doing? Oh, I don't know. I'm just over here, blah, blah, blah. So Ryan's booth for 30 minutes? Yeah. And, and, and we all just go chill at Ryan's booth. Chill at Ryan's booth. It's, yeah. it's, That's it's just a pit stop. That's so true. That's real. I think the thing I'm really uh, interested in, I don't know if they've, uh, you guys tell me if, I, if, if they've actually gone through and announced, I didn't see anything about this. I want to know what are going to be the, like the safety precautions and the, the criteria and stuff, mm. right? Because here's the thing, like Comic-Con, like, I don't know how many were at the last Comic-Con, but it was well over 200,000 people. Like it's a lot of people who descend on San, San Diego 
over that like that week and a half or so or however long it is it's like from like wednesday night through the following sunday i can't do i can't count numbers right now, now. add that to the number of people coming there for thanksgiving <laughs> yeah yeah right so i yeah. i want to know like okay all right you guys have decided you're gonna do this what are the safety precautions do you have to be vaccinated like yeah, <laughs> like what that, is like that's gonna like, probably be it how are they going to do social distancing like for two hundred thousand people like how does that change that does there's no social distancing at comic-con we know that there's no such thing there has to be something right if i can smell you yeah no day four cosplay is what you're saying hey just wear a mask travis double double mask up you mask plus you are safe actually um just as a note uh uh, mask may you know help keep COVID out. They do not keep um, aromas out. They don't. Yeah. So, so y'all remember your breath mints and stuff too. Oh. <laughs> might not be passing um, COVID, but <laughs> we can smell that halitosis. Yeah. What else yeah. we got, Charles? We I, okay. I think we move forward. You know, yeah, we, uh, we have we HBO the funk start of shooting The Last of Us. So HBO shooting The Last of Us. Mm. Pedro Pascal is Joe, and Bella Ramsey is Ellie. What do y'all think about that? You know, Naughty Dog saying, hey, we're going to really do The Last of Us TV show. Is it a TV show or is it a movie? Oh, it's a TV show, show I think. TV show? Yeah. And they're um, going to say, hey, we're going to have Bella Ramsey's going to kill it. I, I'm silly. She's going she's gonna to show up Pedro Pascal. <laughs> that, that little girl is badass ever since Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. People don't I mean, realize. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I, Lady Mormont. Lady Mormont. She was supposed to have one scene. I know she was supposed she to have was one the scene. real deal. She was the real she deal. She stole the entire season. She's as, told, a, as, yes. a, as, a, as a grown ass man, I would say, I'll follow that little girl wherever she goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, um, I'm super excited about it. Like I, I, um, you know, I'm a sucker for any nerd media and stuff. Yep. And I'll usually at least give it a, you know, give it a go. It's like that too. And um, mm-hmm. and Last of Us is some really, there's some really good like story fodder and stuff there. I know they said they're they're not gonna follow the the story of the game exactly, which is a, probably a good idea based on the conversation we had what was it last week about game writing versus movie yeah. and TV writing. Like, yeah. you don't have to like follow exactly, you know, one to one with it. Um, just understand know. what's important about the characters in the story, and you know, make it work. I, I, I liked the 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 Last of Us as far as the conceit is concerned. I mean, it was really grim, right? Um, but more so than that, it was it was really real. Like, and, and what I mean is, it's like there was some raw emotions that were that were in that. I mean, I've had friends who who said, like, as a father, they can't play the prelude to Last of Us anymore because mm-hmm. it was it. it, it it, it broke them. And I can, I can say like, I have seldom, I don't think I ever have felt rage, uh, like in a, like a, a game that really just made me angry. Like the last of us, like the, like the first one, like, and if you've played it, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but like, oh, spoilers. There's, yeah, there's, there's a scene that, you know, like I was like, everybody in this room is going to die and I'm going to make it happen. Right. And I, and, and I, as a, as a game maker and as a designer, after that scene was done, like, I was like, that was amazing. Like, like you can make me feel that sort of rage. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And, and, and the last time I felt like that was, was, um, and it wasn't rage, it was fear. Is when I was playing System Shock back in the day, and 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 the the main enemy Shodan, he said, "If you come in this room, I will kill you." And I and I actually, you know, stepped back from the controls, and I'm like, "Wow, that really got me right." And so when a game gets me that revved up, yeah, props to props to the team. I mean, there's a scene between the two brothers. And you know, when the the final of that chapter, hey, no I spoilers. stopped playing. I was like, "Whoa, I gotta put this down. Mm-hmm. I gotta put this down." Like, like the woman I was dating at the time, she was like, "Wow, mm. that just happened." And and so to translate that into yeah. and, and, and so to translate that into you know your your sort of typical sort of linear uh, non interactive uh, you know medium, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if if anybody can do it well, HBO can. 
Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Great track record. Like I'm, I'm interested to see what HBO can kind of bring to this because they've, they've had a lot of really great success with like bringing comics to TV show format. You know, with Watchmen and like that. I was trying to think of like other like video games that have come out as like TV shows. And the only thing that came to mind Mortal was like, the old Mortal, yeah, the old Mortal Kombat TV show. TV show. I can't even remember. What it was, like Mario Super Show. Oh, that doesn't count. And the Legend of Zelda on Fridays. Man, I'm talking about cartoons. I'm talking about like live none. action. There are none. There are none. Yeah, they're really it's just basically none. It's Captain Ian, like, and that's it. Actually, yeah. I did. I, I did get. I did get a. Uh, I did get beat by my dad. Uh, for for waking up too early to watch Pac Man the cartoon, so I don't know. If that, <laughs> waking up too early, early. you must have waking yeah. him up too early. Yeah. I well, mean, go ahead, go ahead. Three. <laughs> but I, I couldn't think of the other live action ones other than like that Mortal Kombat, whatever show from like a million years ago. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is terrible. I, I'm interested to see what they do with it. You know, yeah, I'm curious have, too. I, I do have yeah. one other thing too that I think is just interesting because, like, you know, I I played Last of Us one. I have not played Last of Us two, even though I own it. Because it like you like you were saying, Travis, it's a really dark like. Yeah, I mean a certain mindset. It's a really game. realistic dark story. Yeah. And 2020 was not that <laughs> year for me. <laughs> I got last year too, and I started, and I was like, I got to put this down. Yeah, and 2021, I'm not sure is that year for me yet either. Where I want to just play like indulge in these really deep, dark, like just heart wrenching stories, like yeah, that leave you like in a worse place, like in a mentally, like in a place where you're just like, man, like I just watched everyone die or I just did whatever happens. Right. Yeah. And so I'm wondering what year is going to be that year. <laughs> I'm excited to see what they make. I want to hear about it. I'm hoping it doesn't come out to like 2024. <laughs> like we're past, hopefully past this, like, you know, yeah lip in our, our our american history yeah i gotta i gotta agree with you i mean I, I i know that like for example like the the tina turner biography came out on on hbo max and i looked at my lady and i'm like i don't have a strength right now <laughs> just i just yeah because i know as yeah. soon as i gets on the screen in some way shape or form i'm gonna want to choke people out yep. yeah i can't <laughs> i can't do it and and, and games I mean, you know, it's 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 that extra level, right? It, it's it's because it's 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 not like you're passive; you're actively experiencing mm -hmm. all these things, you know. So it's yeah. it's a crazy time to have like dark games, right? Because mm -hmm. people don't want to people don't want to feel any more depressed than they already are. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. So agreed. Animal Crossing. So <laughs> that's why we all play Animal Crossing. That is why we all played Animal Crossing. It Speaking absolutely. of Animal Crossing and Nintendo, oh. Super Mario Brothers, a sealed copy, breaks the auction record at $660,000. We talked about this on Geek Beast, too. I, I bought that, guys. That's mine now. Oh, Just, really? You dropped $660,000 in the Heritage auction? I did. I got it, and I opened it. And that was all I did. You can't, I'm, I'm, I'm like the buyer can't open it. He spent $660,000. Whoever, he or she, spent $666,000. <laughs> a lot of money must be nice that's a lot of money man man i can't imagine being that rich but but for a nintendo one nes game super mario brothers i mean uh a summary said yesterday she's she said i wonder if you had to blow on that cartridge and Sintel said that cartridge better blow me for six hundred. okay thanks charles yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bringing a comedy. Oh, this is, this is a this is a rated E for everyone program, right? Okay, look, I, 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 yeah. I, I I guess. I mean, you know, it, it just makes me wonder. Like, you know, those old collector's editions of World of Warcraft. You know, how much are they worth at this point? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, if you the didn't PlayStation prototype sold for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That's the thing that crazy, sold crazy me. How on earth did this have this bought? This sold for twice as much as the, that Sony the Sony uh, PlayStation prototype. prototype. I want that. I want <laughs> I, that too. I want that. Yeah, because you can actually do something with that. No, Maybe. it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, I I told you I I I uh have done some work with um game preservation groups and stuff like mm -hmm. that too folks who really like go into this and study this so it's it's really interesting the the value that we ascribe to those sort of artifacts like the sony playstation or sorry the, the nintendo playstation or the, the the sealed copy of it um we had a we had a really deep conversation about how because there is the, the different schools of thought about how collectorism 
impacts the, the whole idea of like saving these sort of artifacts because you know, I'm sure that there's somebody out there who this thing sold for $660,000 and somebody popped up and did their Indiana Jones impersonation of like, it should go to, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, probably Which so. Which is a good argument to be said for that, right? Let's hope that a museum bought it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I any museum, too. yeah. I, museum I, I love some of the local game museums and stuff, but I don't think they don't It's think a sealed copy, guys. That's what makes it so expensive because it's sealed. If anyone on if anyone on the show or watching has a sealed copy of that game, uh, I will take it just for free. Thank you. How about how about this? Like, if you still have a sealed copy of Superman sixty four, <laughs> let me know so I can lay hands on it. Did we, did we ever get that, Ray? We huh? were at we were at Tiburon when Superman sixty four was a different. Sorry, no, that's Titus. Wrong Superman yeah. game. We had we had an interesting game launches this week. Mm. Outriders came out. Yep. With a ton of server problems. Which has come to expect it, you know. Um <laughs> it's a, for all that don't know, it's a one to three player co op RPG shooter set in an original dark and desperate sci fi universe. Kinda like Destiny. I'm just gonna put that out well, there. Well, I mean, wait a minute. First of all, let's not pretend like Destiny invented the I dark agree. I, sci-fi universe. I agree. I agree. No. I, agree. I thought you were gonna uh, say that Destiny with, didn't with sci-fi universe is servers falling over. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that that being the case, I mean, look, there's 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 two things. First of all, I I got to play some of Outriders and I'm enjoying it. So far, um, I, I I think it's pretty cool. I think it's even cooler that uh, it, it 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 came on Game Pass. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, I, I was about to say for free, but Game Pass isn't free. Um, but um, feels free. It, it it's yeah. free ish. Yeah, free ish. Right? <laughs> um, and I'm not mad at that. I mean, if you if if you take a look at just the quality of games. That Microsoft is, seems to be securing under this Game Pass umbrella, like it truly is, as far as I'm concerned, the closest it's come to like being Netflix for 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 games, uh, where these first like double or triple A titles are getting, uh, you know, released day one on mm-hmm. on, uh, on Game Pass, and I'm my my soul is here for all of that. I'm, I mean, I'm living proof as to how that's um, like, you know, Outriders is a game, like obviously heard of it, that kind of thing. It's not the type of game I usually play. I probably was not going to plunk down 60 bucks at launch, but with Game Pass, I'm like, I downloaded it. I'm probably going to jump in, try and jump into a game later today, right? You yeah. know, it's getting yeah. me to try something out that I probably like really wasn't on my, wasn't on my, wasn't on my, my radar, I think. So, but, you know, yeah. as far as like this topic about it, like the launch being, a, a little bit rusty, <laughs> a little challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Kotaku had a, a, a an article, and the title of it was something like, you know, Outriders launch. You know, mm-hmm. the servers go down just like every other online game. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes, we have so we have really short memories about this stuff. Like so every many. Game. About, uh, everybody every was game. shocked. Yeah. I was like, that happens in every game, guys. Well, it doesn't, happen. it doesn't happen for every game, but it happens to enough of them that you can get that confused. The big one, yeah. the big one. And, and, well, and, they did a talk the other day on um uh, the Black and Gaming Clubhouse that was called "Making a Game." Making a good game is really, really hard. <laughs> this is just this is like yeah. part of it. This is an example. Yeah, because people don't but, understand what works on the cert server and what works on the dev server. When it gets into the wild, it's a whole different animal mm-hmm. altogether. It, yeah, it, and it, just it because is. you load tested it, like you load, you might have like a big load test, like you arrange for your company. You might get like at best maybe two, three hundred people, and then you put it on the real world. You got hundreds of hundreds of thousands. They said they had two like, million people tried their demo. Yes, yes. it's like yes. At different speeds and different locations with different VPNs and IPs and all kinds of stuff. Then you got bots trying to cheat it, you know, because people want to harvest and farm and make Mm -hmm. money. It's complicated. It is complicated. It's complicated. Very difficult. So the only thing I can say, go ahead, Travis. Oh, yes, yes, it's hard, but we've been here before. Yeah. Um, and 
All I'm saying is, and I'm not, you know, the role of contrarian is now being played by Travis. Now that's not, that's not my style of day. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, you're wrong. But uh, no, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, seriously, we've been making online games on this large scale for over two decades now. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm going to say something else. Capcom's been making the same game for three decades, and they put it online for the last two decades, and it still has problems. So, it's called Street Fighter. Well, <laughs> every year. A yes well, and no, right? Like, we as an industry have been making these really large games, but individual teams oftentimes underestimate what it, ta- yeah, oh, what yeah, it takes. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, this is... This is we hard don't have those issues. Technology changes, the, the amount of people we reach change. Like, who could think you're gonna like you said you can get like a thousand people to, to load test your game? You're like, wow, that's a good, that's a good heavy like load testing. Like, we wouldn't have had that 10 years ago. Sorry, a hundred thousand people just tried to join, <laughs> you know. But, so a lot of this, a lot of the testing's not scalable. A lot of folks leave the industry because and they take that knowledge with them. Like we can this is a big, it's a big, big, big problem and stuff. Also, um, ten years ago, we didn't do worldwide launches. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but but what I'm saying is, is I I understand that. All I'm saying is, I'm I'm looking at this from a consumer standpoint. Yeah. You know, and and they expect us to have our crap together. Yeah, they do. Basically, yeah. what it what it boils down to, right? Like, for example, like when when Godzilla versus Kong came out at at midnight. Okay, people don't want to hear. HBO's having problems. They don't want to hear that. They want their monkeys and their lizards to fight in right now, right? And the fact that you're saying, but there's so many of you that want it. And people are like, yeah, because I pay you for this every <laughs> month. Yeah. Well, can, so I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you on that. Um, the one thing I would say, though, is, man, like, it does happen every time. Like you said, I'm not making excuses. It's hard. Um, yeah, it'd be nice if we could collectively if, if, if one game could come out with an online feature that wasn't like didn't burst into flames in the first 2448 yeah at the same time on the consumer side like because this stuff does happen like a little bit of grace and empathy would be nice like you know the folks over at square enix are going through it right now like i, I saw some comments on their twitter like there were folks who said they were literally in tears on the community team like even when you're disappointed when something doesn't go the way you want it to that does not give you an excuse to go and harass people and go and like just be a whatever you want like whatever you call it well i, I yes yes i agree but yeah. sack up right but 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 sack up and do the work i don't care if you're crying i want my game i paid you 60 bucks right like seriously like and, it actually and said sack i get up. it i get it <laughs> I, I, you know I, I remember i you know i remember this because uh, you know and, and this is personal for me and this is personal for me because you know, there, there's a guy, he's he's on Kind of Funny now. He used to be at IGN all the time, Greg Miller. I'm sure you probably mm-hmm. know Greg Miller. Um, but when I made pain for the PlayStation 3, like every time we launched and we had a server issue or something, he would write a news story, right? And I'd be like, dude, come on, right? Like the PlayStation Network just launched. Like, why are you on me all the time, right? Like, seriously, like every time. And so then I started, like, every time I saw him, I would review his reviews. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, look, you know? And and so I I, I get it, but at, at, at some point, you know, us as the industry, we have to- Let me be a tiny bit clearer. Writing an article saying, hey, this thing is still crappy, fair game. Sending a death threat, that's not sack up. Nobody sacks up yeah. against a death threat. That's where, that's yes. where, and that's I, where the conversation is right now when I'm like, hey, guys, you got Game Pass. There's lots of games on Game Pass. This one's not working right now. Play this other one. Yeah, don't threaten to kill me. Next week. Yes, yes, yeah. don't threaten to kill me. I might have yes. to for you. I mean, I'd be like, hold on, let me, what's your IP address? I'm coming to your crib right now. I'm a Jay and Silent Bob you right now. That's what I'm going to do. So that's why I say, like, have some empathy. It's not to say that you can't criticize. Whenever we put something that's creative out in the world, and it should work, right? You, You as a consumer can criticize. But there's criticism, and then there's toxic fandom like death threats and whatever kind of stuff i'm just yeah. like hey when you're in that headspace you know turn okay. the console off 
read a book. I'm going to move this on. Read a book. Because we know consumers want their damn games to work when they play them, when they pay for them. And everybody else, and they're going to be like, F your empathy. If you order a cheeseburger and I don't, I forget to put the cheese on it, you're going to complain about it. <laughs> but you're not going to go murder the person at the grill. <laughs> they may. They may. I, 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 well, you, you never know. Not sponsored, not, not endorsed by Tech Nubians, y'all. That is not endorsed by Tech Nubians at all. We had MLB the show come out, and mm. for the first time, it hit Xbox too. So yes. Sony was like, you know what? We're gonna take this to Xbox. Y'all gonna put y'all stuff on Game Pass. We're gonna put our game on your network too. Just to let you know, we're gonna make that sh money. <laughs> that's what they did. That's 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 like, first of all, it sounds like heresy, right? Like initially it does for, for a Sony team, an, a, a, an internal Sony team to actually make an Xbox game. Yeah. Um, it like if you would have told me this, like even five years ago, I would have said, I don't know what you're smoking, but you probably need to share because <laughs> you high. Right yeah. Now. Cause that's never going to happen um, to Sony. That's team, never going to happen. Team. But yeah, but the reality is of having a license as big as MLB, for example, and them thinking that, you know, there is not representation for them on, on the other console. I can't imagine how that conversation went, but I'm sure it went like, you figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get us that money. Yeah, you, Make it cosplay. Make yeah, sure I can play from yeah, Xbox to PlayStation. Yeah. And, and every and, time somebody plays on Xbox, having the background as ads, PlayStation is here. Yeah. And, 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 and kudos. And kudos to that team yeah. for actually making that happen. And extra kudos to whoever decided that that should be on Game Pass. Because, I mean, you know, you, you, you can spend a you can spend a long time trying to get an audience on a different platform, and when that audience already is installed, and and all they have to do is press the X button to to get you know yeah. your, your your title. I mean, like slow clap for 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 for, for Sony. Yeah. And it's a baseball game, so that game can go yeah. on for all day. So you get all that ten dollars, that fifteen dollars a month. Ooh you know? we. You guys know I'm I'm on that that team, right? We do know you're on that team. Okay. Okay. Yes. So yes. I'm purposely. I I can't talk too much about it. Okay. We're not going to talk. There's still a lot of stuff that's still ongoing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Disco Elysium came out, and apparently it has problems. It's having problems in Australia. They banned the game, and yet Ooh. it's still available on Steam. There, uh, Larita Boy is out. It's an independent game. The legendary pixel a hero trap is you just to some music. You dance as a platformer slash shoot 'em up game. Metrovania. And then Fantasian, Fantasian by Miss Walker. So Miss Walker dropped the game. They dropped into the Apple Arcade. And for, for y'all, those the, the creator of Fantasian is also the creator of Final Fantasy. Oh, I thought you meant like the the singer from American Idol. Cause that's she's Fantasia. <laughs> this is Fantasian. <laughs> I can't with you right now. Yes, Fantasia is a game too. You just sing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, got nothing, I got nothing to say to Travis. <laughs> Hironobu uh, Sakaguchi, he's the guy that created Final Fantasy and he created Miss Walker. If y'all know those games on Xbox mm -hmm. that came out when Xbox tried to go in Japan and Japan was like, we're not about that American shit over here. But we got your, but we got your, fav your best RPG creators together in one studio. That console's American. We don't want it. We want those games. We just don't want them on an American console. I was in Japan when that happened, and that was hilarious. People were like, how do you think it's going to do now? I said, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. They're like, why? It's because it's American. And Japan looks out for Japan stuff all the time. It was also like a console that was like, you know, 50 feet wide and 50 feet tall. And not designed with like... The Xbox like designed with an American living room in mind. Yeah, that controller was like supersized. It was like oh, yeah. quad XL. They, you know? they don't it's care about controllers in Japan. Well, you had to stand on the Xbox controller back in the day to actually enter a code. I mean, yes, it's crazy. But it's Xbox 360 <laughs> controller came out in Xbox 360. What so Xbox 360 in Japan was Call of Duty. Yes. Xbox One sold a ton of them because of Call of Duty, mm -hmm. their online play. Those mm -hmm. controllers are the same almost. Well, look, all, all I'm saying is, that, look, the Japanese market has always been like Japan you know, first, baby. This, this undiscovered country for, yep. 
for uh, for titles that are are made in the West. Yeah, and, they, they um, look out I for would, home. Yeah, I mean, I've had uh, you know a title succeed over in 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 Japan, but mm-hmm. you know, it 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 was by accident. Yeah, <laughs> was it yeah. pain? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. what, what, was. what we've seen, um, the, this I article popped up. I think we should address it because the game launches. Why to yesterday feels like a quiet turning point for video games because Xbox Game Pass and Apple Arcade have put games on subscription in the spotlight, and those games have gotten a lot of downloads. And there's a lot of games that are in these subscription services now: Final Fantasy, Hot Shots Golf, Near Automa. Uh, along with a bunch of other titles, they're hitting Apple Arcade and they're hitting uh, Game Pass at launch. They're not even trying to collect $59 and come on later. They're just launching them on there and how this is a change into the gaming industry where everything's going to subscription service. This is a first where they're like, you buy it for like, we keep it, we hit the purchase fifty nine ninety nine for three or four months, then we put it on Game Pass. No, they're just launching it right there. I think it's the shape of things to come, to be honest. Yes. It's It's it's, a turning point. It's it's the shape of things to come. If you look at uh, all the uh, giant media companies now, right? Disney, Warner Brothers, um, you know, uh, Netflix, um, you know, what what have you, Comcast, um, everyone. um, Everyone is sort of dialing back um, the the noise and going more with signal, which which means that, you know, you come to their service for a, a... you know some particular things, and they keep making sure that that value added uh, happens every month, right? And mm-hmm. I think that it's 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 going to eventually get that way for game services too. Yeah. Um, the the thing I like the most about Game Pass, honestly, is is that I've been on the PlayStation side for a long time, and because I've been on the PlayStation side for for a long time, there's a whole generation uh, that previous generation of Xbox games that I haven't played. Right, yeah. that are very that are very high quality games, yeah. and I knew that they were, but I just didn't make time, or I, you know, I just didn't want to spend money at the time to to get that right. And so now Game Pass is like, yo, here are all last generation games, most yeah. of the time turned up to eleven because of the fact that you can play them on a new system that actually bumps up everything from a graphical standpoint. So that's like, that is it, it, in in my mind. If that was $20 a month, it'd be $20 a month well spent to actually have access to those things. And so in order to keep that party going, Microsoft and everyone involved is going to have to keep feeding that beast. I mean, Ubisoft has an all-you-can-eat program as well. EA has the same thing. So it's not going away, people. It's just going to it's just gonna get more. It has bundled those passes up into their service. Oh, sure they bundled the EA up into their service. Then they bundle Ubisoft up into their service as well. They're like, hey, you get it everywhere. Yeah, and I think also, um, you know, a lot of times we, as game developers, we like to think of ourselves as the average consumer. We're not the average consumer. How many games do we buy per year? I don't even know how many games we buy per year. Well, I can go handle keep the game industry open. We can can deduct them as far as taxes. (laughs) We can. (laughs) It's a little known, little known perk of game development. But also, that's the thing: the average game consumer, average game gamer, I think buys, and I don't know the exact number, but it's less than two games per year. Like that's their average over the course of the entire year. 2020 might've shaken that up because, you know, people reallocated, <laughs> sure people reallocated some of their entertainment funds in other ways. But like, we're talking about like, let's say, let's say it's three games per year. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. Uh, and so this, like this, this idea of the subscription, uh, subscription service and game pass and these sorts of things, it, it changes the way in which people can consume games. Cause like Travis said, for example, you know, he got to go back and, and, and he's going back and reliving like previous generations on a platform he didn't commit as much time to myself like me too i'm doing the exact same thing with game pass i've had downloaded 25 games the first two days i had the thing uh but also like from a from a from a consumer standpoint it's like you get to play you don't have to just you know prioritize and say hey I, i'm gonna spend you know, i'm gonna buy three games this year and it's gonna be uh call of duty madden and the last one is a toss-up. You can say, hey, actually, I want to play like a whole bunch of games. They don't all have to be 90 pluses. And I might find something that's more interesting. I might find a new yeah. genre that I enjoy. I might find a new like a new love and a new passion within something I w- wouldn't ordinarily have spent my money on. And developers, we can take that into account now. Because yeah. we can say, hey, you know, it sort of opens up this concept of like, yep. you know, B-tier games. You can right? always like, sell collector's editions. Yeah, like you know, you're... You know what's funny, Sinead, like, like, you know, in you saying that, like, there are two things that, that struck me. I heard a stat uh, from, from an, 
another podcast that said like 38% of the people who, um, who started the Snyder Cut didn't finish it, right? Um, but um, it's whatever. <laughs> my, my, my point is, is that on Netflix or on any of these, any of these uh, services, I do that often. Right. So I don't think that that's I don't think that's too out of the ordinary. But yep. what what it does is it gives me uh, an opportunity to try something to see if I like it. Like, for example, I don't think I'm going to hit play on Bridgerton like ever. Right? <laughs> uh, and and there's something about the Handmaid's Tale hats. The hats just turn me off. I'm not down. Uh, I'm just not. Right. But they're still around just in case. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. so. And, and, and the thing that I think like Disney Plus does really effectively is every time like um, I'm, I'm finished watching something, they say, hey, you might like this, right? right. And, and I think that that's something that Game Pass and these other services probably need to take into account. Like, like if, you, if you like Diablo, maybe you should try Torchlight, you know, yeah. uh, things, things of that nature, right? Mm -hmm. to, to kind of keep that party going. So I think that we're sort of there. We're not completely there, but uh, I, I think this bodes well for the industry personally. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it lowers the it lowers the friction. It lowers the the um, necessity of commitment to a particular title. Like, hey, like you know, if you're gonna spend sixty dollars on something, which is no small or seventy dollars now in this console generation, you're on Metacritic. You're on this stuff. You're asking your friends. You're like, are, are you guys buying it on on PS Five? Are you buying it on Xbox Series X? Are you like, you're, there's so many things that you have to go through before you make that sort of commitment of like, am I gonna drop seventy bucks on this thing? Now it's like, oh, well, I'm just gonna download Outriders over the weekend and see if a couple of my friends got. Oh, if they're playing it on PS Five, well. You know, I, I hey, anyone got an Xbox Series X? We can play it on this. You can get it on Game Pass. You got Game Pass? I know you got Game Pass. Let's download it. Let's play it on Xbox for a bit. Let's see how we like it. Or I'll just jump into a game with some randos. And if I don't like it, you didn't, you don't feel like you lost anything. You don't feel like you had to. Hours. Like, yeah, you lost a couple hours. You didn't lose a couple hours and an additional $70. Well, here's, here's also, and, you know, and, and, and this is my final, like, wish list as far as this goes this is this is why stadia to me was such a big deal and such a letdown uh on 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 uh on, on this level because the not having to actually wait for my game to download and install and patch and all this other kinds of stuff removed a lot of that friction that uh that that you have in in trying out these games that that are quite huge right mm -hmm. um if 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 I'm playing a game and then it said, well, if you really like this game, try this other game. And that other game is like this beast, this behemoth of, 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 of a game that you have to wait like four or five hours to, to download. It's a problem, right? But if I could just hit play and experience the normal load time that, that you have to stream something from a, from a cloud service, like that's the promised land as far as I'm concerned, right? Like, like play this. Not not in four or five hours, but in thirty right seconds. Yep, yeah, right now. Actually, if I can add one last little um, uh, point here on the developer side too, like the things like Game Pass are like there's they're more of the digital push. They're more of pushing game developers and game consumers into a space where we're just consuming our products digitally as opposed yes. to going to a store to buy them. Which I know there's always going to be places. There's always places like around the world who don't have that same kind of access to like downloadable speed. And, and storefronts not going away, right? Um, but um, this this opens an opportunity for a lot of developers instead of doing box products, which are expensive by the way, because Cogs is a real thing. Like cost of goods and services, you got to pay for the box, you got to pay for the disc that's printed on, you got to pay for a whole bunch of stuff. Like I can lower my my development costs if I just go digital, and I can yes. also potentially guarantee. Maybe not guarantee, but have a higher chance of getting folks to consume my product when it's yes. not named Halo or Call of Duty or, you know, mm -hmm. fill in the blank well-known IP. So absolutely, there's a lot of really interesting opportunities. I think this opens up for both game developers and for game consumers, and I'm excited to see. And this what goes into our talk today. We have approximately 15 minutes. We're going to talk about it. The Metaverse. <laughs> Game Pass. Metaverse first, first. You know, Apple Arcade is the start of the metaverse. Yeah. Are y'all excited about this? I, go online, I, I, consume everything. But before we get too far into it, can someone explain what is the metaverse? I, I can explain what the metaverse is. Neil Stevenson coined the term metaverse in his book Snow Crash. 
It is the collective of virtual shared spaces created by the convergence of virtually enhanced physical reality and physical persistence in virtual spaces. So you as a person can go into that space. And it includes virtual worlds, augmented reality, uh, and the internet, of course, everything across the internet. It just follows you and tracks your everyday life, and it's meta. <laughs> and so you get together, and anything you want, you can have in the metaverse. So you can hop in. When you hop in the metaverse, you can land down in your, your Fortnite glider to your Millennial Falcon, hop in your Millennial, fly, your Millennial Falcon and fly out to Lord of the Rings World or Potterland, pull out mm. your magic wand with your lightsaber and go to work on people. <laughs> Could I use yeah. my, so my, it's a giant my magic is what you're saying? It's What's a giant so, Yes. And okay. you can go into any game you want to go into. So you can go play Destiny or you can play Outriders. So you can get in Destiny. You get killed in Destiny. You can fall through the world and fall into Outriders and do Outriders. Can, can I use my magic wand in Star Wars to, like, kill a Klingon? Like, like is it like, like, yes, like, is yes. it, it's, it's like that meme, right? <laughs> it's like that meme that has Patrick Stewart. And he's like, use the force, Harry, sign the Gandalf. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. that that's me is the metaverse. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you got my chocolate. You got chocolate. My peanut butter. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. and, and also spiders, and also like all just everything is in the peanut butter. You're like, whoa, this <laughs> peanut butter is weird. Can't spread it on my bread anymore. Yeah, there's there's been talks about the metaverse not being total convergence. Like there's actually separation of all the worlds, and you can't take mm. what you have. So you're being a millennial falcon. When you go into Harry Potter, you're on the broom. Like mm -hmm. once you cross over, you transform. That probably makes some IP lawyers very happy. Yeah, that would make lawyers a lot of happy. <laughs> No, no, but yeah, it makes lawyers upset because that means they ain't got no work to do. <laughs> I, I think lawyers would be happy to, to have work or not have work. Yeah, um, Travis, you look like you had some opinions about the words meta and verse. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 funny because when I hear the metaverse, you know, and and, and the concept of the of, of the metaverse hits me, I, I can't turn my dev business dev head off. Right. Um, and unfortunately, like business and capitalism and, 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 and things of that nature get in the way of all of this. Right. Um, and, and, and so um, and, and, and usually our uh, we, we always try to like make laws or, or, or practices to kind of protect ourselves from, you know, what this, what this means. And it's, it's, it's almost like we're going to need some sort of governing authority um, to arbitrate this metaverse. And, Steve Jobs. and I don't know where this is going to come from. Close to Steve Jobs. I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, and, and, and Jerry and, Lawson. And, and, and the reason I say this is because there, there are so many things like from a from a game standpoint that are uh, universal, mm -hmm. and 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 then there's some things that you know are, are, are different for 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 gaming purposes. And and so when you actually when when you pierce that veil, and you go from you know something that is maybe realistic to something that is stylistically realistic to something that is cartoony. Uh, to something that is abstract, for like example, like Space Jam. But you're, oh my God! Uh, <laughs> like, how do you? How do you? Journey to Toe Jam and Arrow. Yeah, like how do how do you how do you arbitrate those things in a way that that makes sense? Because the metaverse is only going to make sense for people if there is a if there's a certain amount of agreed uh, permanence mm. uh, to to it. Right. You will only invest in the metaverse when you feel like. Everything that I'm doing leads to something bigger and better and and, and, and more rewarding. Um, otherwise, it's just all a wash, yeah. right? To be to, yeah. be to be honest with you, and so um, and, and the closest that you're getting are going to be, in, in my mind, uh, the, the the two biggest camps, which is the camp of Unreal and the camp of Unity. Yeah. Right. Um, and because the majority of the games are built in those two engines. Right, the, the 3D space, uh, because then you're gonna have you're gonna have fights, and and these fights are gonna be hella interesting, because I don't because if you're if you're old enough to remember like, um, you know, like the media wars back in the day when you would double click on something in Windows and five programs would ask you, do you want us to play it? 
right? <laughs> and it was annoying as hell. Uh, right? Edge still does that nowadays. <laughs> right? Right. Edge Chrome was like, 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 are you sure? Do you want to, you want to just use Chrome for this? And so I think that, you know, honestly, um, that's what it's going to boil down to is at, at some point is who, who is actually the person or, or, or the company that's arbitrating these things mm. and, 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 and where do they win? And until that really gets sorted out, I don't think you're ever going to have a metaverse that's going to be meta enough. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, the, the problem is always going to be capitalism with all of these things anyways, right? I mean, look what happened when, uh, you know, like, different me different companies google and facebook and all got a little bit of got a little bit of a hold on like people's personal data and like caused wars and destroyed the, you know swung the presidential election and can you imagine like your personal uh, you know what happens to your privacy and like personal information whatever if you are in the metaverse because <laughs> your vote is one thing yeah but damn it your world of warcraft character now that's a completely different thing <laughs> Like people be like, don't mess with my EQ character. Don't mess with my World of Warcraft character. You yeah. know how many, you know, you know how long I've been playing Elder Scrolls. Are you kidding me? I will, <laughs> I will mess you up. And so that's the deal. Right. And so when you start, because these are things that people have invested their time into yeah and and i don't I, I don't know how many of you guys remembered this but i remember like uh when when star wars galaxies happened mm -hmm. and uh they essentially did a reset right mm -hmm. like over a year into the development of star wars galaxies and all the stuff that you had done previously didn't even matter boy <laughs> i was mad as hell right and so i can only imagine like what it's going to be like to arbitrate changes in a metaverse. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're right. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to nerf Harry's wand. And just suddenly you get like, just pitchforks. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing I think is interesting too, you often think death threats are going to happen. Yeah. Well, I've yeah, yeah. Death yeah. threats will start yeah. and they will never stop. <laughs> never excuse death threats. All right. Y'all like, yeah. just don't. Mm, still no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying, uh, what I'm saying is okay, it's like, yeah. Honestly, should I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not what I'm, what I'm really actually pinpointing or, 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 or trying to get, you know, people to mm -hmm. grasp the seriousness of is that when you are in these virtual worlds and you get rewards in these uh, virtual worlds, because people talk about NFTs, like they aren't going to be a thing. They're going to be a thing. They are going to be a right? thing. And, and, and it, it is your time. It is your investment. And, and, and people will take things from you that actually have worth to them. Right. And that is theft on a level no, no, that, I, that I, is real. I agree. And I totally yes. agree with that. I think it's interesting whenever anyone like tries to try and shorthand what the what the metaverse is, they often pick things like um, uh, it's like the Matrix or they'll say it's like uh, Ready Player One. I'm like, what? These are all post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah. like, why are we like? Are, are we taking? Are we learning the wrong lessons from this? Oh, no <laughs> like, crash is similar. Super too. cool, you know. I can, I can go with Chun Li, and I can. We can ride in, ride our, you know, Link horse and Epona into our, our light bikes. And you're like, um, these were all post-apocalyptic. These were. This is where people like went to try and escape the hellscape that was real life. Real life, yeah. Like, I don't think we're there yet in the hellscape. I mean, I know we're locked down in pandemic and stuff too, but. Look, this is one of those um, uh, Jurassic Park moments, right? What was the what was the quote? Because apparently my, my thing today is going to be movie quoting. You, you, yeah, we, you're, you're wondering if you know you could, but yeah. you, you should be. You never asked if we should, kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. And I think that's going to be a huge part of it. Like one of the things I think is really interesting, especially working in emerging tech, because this is a question yeah. that, that comes up all the time, is ethics. The yes. ethics of emerging tech and so many times we just we blow past that we're like ah we'll get to ethics eventually but let's just talk about this really cool idea we've got right here and let's <laughs> put our brains together and let's build the tech and let's roll it out and we're like crap everyone used it to harass everyone else <laughs> and we're like yeah. well yeah this was a totally foreseeable thing if you took literally 30 Five seconds, seconds about it to see yeah, yeah. so I think when we're talking about something like the metaverse, which is a really big, like serious, like you talked about some of like, Travis talked about some of the the, the, the real world, um, like seriousness of it. 
But yeah, before we even really start getting into this, we need to talk about how it's gonna how it's exploitable because especially capitalistic society, um, yeah. Like, people will but find the, ways to but, try and exploit this. They'll try and keep you in like, keep you in their ecosystem over but other in in the US, like in most developing countries though, the leadership is over sixty seven years old majority of leadership and it shows like you go to all these hearings like mark zuckerberg was in a hearing and i forgot what senator asked him why does facebook always pop up across all my computers when i go into chrome and i type in facebook on my chrome browser it knows who i am and he just looked at that person like are you seriously asking me that <laughs> maybe chrome has your password saved have a cookie sir He's like, he, yeah. he's like, he's like, but why does Facebook know that Chrome has my password saved? Here's a cookie for you, sir. <laughs> and that's, thinking... the, that's the thing that makes this really even more complicated, too, because Travis was talking about, like, yeah. the need to, to regulate this on the government level. Like, I'm just looking at, like, NFTs blew up over the last, like, like six months, especially. Mm-hmm. Government is so far behind on this stuff. They're far behind on all of these things. So, yep. once again, like... Before we get too far into determining what this metaverse is going to be, like, let's not turn our world into the hellscape that all those movies predicted. Let's start there. there. Fungible and non-fungible on Congress congressional floors. Oh, man. Just to discuss that, just what it means and what does fungible mean. On the 101 First? People thought it was fungi-based. Wow. I mean, you don't have to have a high school degree to run for Congress. You don't have to have anything. The woman that's from Georgia, she got her GED while she was running. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now, if we if we depend on Congress to regulate this, right now they're trying. It's not the U.S. Congress, but other you know state governments are trying to regulate our voting rights back into you know Jim Crow era. So I don't think there's yeah I don't think there's any chance that Congress Mm -hmm. is going to. Regulate it or regulate it with like actual like you know knowledge and uh you know authority. Yeah. The, 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 what, what we're gonna have to <laughs> as 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 uh, Americans with a semi-functioning government, um, we're probably gonna have to rely on other nations <laughs> to get their yes. get their act together, and they'll start legislating because we're talking about something like the metaverse. Like this is something that's not just America-based. This is probably I'll something that's gonna be worldwide. I'll make a, I'll make a, I'll make a finish, prediction. Finish my point real quick, but like that's probably gonna be something that's like more than just America-based. So maybe if like some other countries can actually help drive this for us, it'll be just like GDPR, which means it will start to become essentially a national rule, <laughs> not just a European rule. Yeah, that's that's thing. that's the next big that that's the next big company. I think that's the next you know because. Um, really this metaverse is just the next step of html right like it it, it really is right like it, it, it there needs to be some agreement um and and people who enforce those things big time i think are going to rule this next iteration of whatever e-landscape we have that's uh not 2d anymore right um and uh, yeah for for a long time i thought that was going to be magically uh honestly um yes and, and yes. you know whoever whoever decides to you know take 3D and really standardize it is going to win this next is, mm. is going to win this next war because yeah. it's going to it's 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 really going to inform everything like how are you represented what does your digital self look like what are the clothes that your digital self actually wears like what are the hairstyles that your your, your digital self actually rocks and, and and so on and so forth right like your your avatar into it into the metaverse is is yeah. is the next big gold mine as far as I'm it is it is it is it's so funny i was actually working on the company i helped start a company called labyrinth and we were talking about great developing the metaverse i put in like there's metaverse.com and we were all working trying to race to it with magic leap it was like magic leap blew it really big we we're like oh crap there's no chance we have and we like we had to figure out machine learning and artificial intelligence to go into it. That was our biggest push was like how do we allow things to grow up in the metaverse? Mm-hmm. Things naturally grow up. And that's 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 the I think that's gonna be the turning point. But in far as games are concerned, getting everybody to realize games can be streamed directly on 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 a in the cloud, on a server somewhere, and you just have that on your computer and you just have it you just can play it from anything and anywhere. We're moving to the towards that really fast. Oh, yeah. We see it, you know. Xbox is set out there, Stadia set out there. Even Amazon, Amazon's so far into it, they're like, you know what? We're gonna build our own chipset. 
We're just going to build our own chips, our own server chips, because we need chips to move us fast, faster than GPUs do. It's so crazy. So the Don't metaverse matter. is coming, you guys. <laughs> it may not be the way we want it or the way we think it is. Hopefully the world is not dystopian by that time. Go ahead and get your like your little like um, cerebral implants so they can just jack you in right there. Yeah, you know? no, I'm not you trying be, to do that. You, you can you can do you can you can do what what's his you know, what suggest anyway. I'm not going to do it. But I'll let oh, that, that, that's that. a COVID vaccine. Yeah, that's a COVID yeah. vaccine with a microchip or something, yeah, and yeah. like yeah. you or whatever. So, yeah. So before we leave, though, like Ryan's been extra quiet. So has he been drawing? And if so, yes, I was going to get to that. If so. What, what has Ryan, he been drawing? What has Shows Ryan what you've been drawing, Ryan. So do I share it? Or... Yeah, man, go ahead and share it. Or do share. I just... I'll just pull up on the screen. You can probably share it, too. I think you can share it. I... <laughs> do you want <laughs> no to nudity. share it? No nudity. Not really, but um, I'll, I'll tell, you, tell you what, what I can share, I can share some something that I worked on. Okay, uh, show us what you can recently, share. Recently, I can do that. For, um, for, for the audience that doesn't know, uh, there's uh, what is it? Ari Ari Art, Ari Ari Art said Congress needs to do better. Ryan doesn't really talk. Ryan just draws. Uh, I'm a, I'm he a speaks. Drawer. He speaks in pen. He <laughs> speaks in pen. Not with words though. Not with By the words. way, I just realized what's on Ryan's hat, and I feel like you should wear that at Comic Con. <laughs> We're all infected. No, don't wear that. <laughs> we are all infected. Are you? Are you? So uh, yeah, this is a, I, I can't show the actual page I'm working on, but I can show you part of the series. Is that, that Chester? Is that Chester Cobblepot? That Ooh. looks amazing. No, this is that, that's the penguin. The penguin, yeah. That's Chester Cobblepot. Yes, it is Chester Cobblepot. This is an actual page in in, in the comic, so nice, very nice. Yeah, Travis, you spoke in Aria's class. I That's did. why she's here. Yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Amazing as usual. That looks Ryan. amazing, Ryan. Hey, what's the penguin's real name? <laughs> um, um, Mr. Cobblepot. Master <laughs> uh, Rap. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what games is everyone playing? Right now, I'm oh, playing man. Outriders, man. Look, when I can get on, oh, the see, there oh, you go. World. Yeah, good man, and and still the physical copy too. I, I buy physical copies. So disappointed. <laughs> Nintendo's pulling stuff offline. I don't trust them because <laughs> they've done this before. But you can download it to a, You can download it to your hard drive, and then it's yours. But if you lose that hard drive, you can't download it again. Well, if you lose your cartridge, you can't play it again. (laughs) I'm not going to lose my cartridge. um, I can make two copies. I'm playing (laughs) Slay the Spire. And I just started playing Carry On last night, which if you guys don't know, it's a reverse reverse, uh, monster uh, You're the monster, right? You're you're like this mass of flesh and teeth. And you're going through and you're trying to infect this like mm-hmm. space station and stuff, which is kind of rad. Mm-hmm. But there came a point while I was killing people in the game <laughs> that the game, the like game. some of them have some of them have guns, like they're trying to attack you and some don't, and they just scream. And I'm like, well, I don't want to kill the screaming people. So I started sparing people. I just started killing the guys who were shooting at me, and everyone else was like screaming. I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna eat you. Just gonna so, oh, it. so you're a good monster? I'm a good <laughs> monster. Darn it. I am like Jesus. I am a good monster. Jesus. <laughs> The good monster. I'm I'm adding layers of like a morality system has been added to this game. It's emergent gameplay, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'm am, pretty sure the creators thought of that. People are not going to kill people screaming. They they are screaming the whole time, and I'm like I'm they just around. Monsters around really with morals. That's that would right. be legit if they gave you like an achievement or something like that for that. You know, I kind of want one. Or being unmonsterly, get out of here. I'm playing. I actually just finished Hyperman. Nice. Um, How's that? It was fun. I'm, you know, I like it's just a game where like it's a puzzle game where like, you know, there's like letters all over the place or whatever, and you have to like create words to like get past certain um certain like obstacles. So for instance, there might be a gate in the way, and the gate will be spelled with the word gate, and you have to like find something that like, you know, like find the word drop or lower or something like that, and it'll lower the gate. Um so it's actually a fun little game. The only That's thing is cool. I 
I wish I had a couple like hints because there were a couple places I legitimately got stuck and I was mm. like, I don't know what word I need to find. <laughs> I, I know the word you need to find. What, what is that word, Travis? You know the word. <laughs> sure. It should work. I can't, I can't. I can't with him right now. I can't. Uh, it's pretty short. It was like three, I think like three chapters or something, but okay. I enjoyed it. So. Travis, what are you playing? You said Outriders. Yeah, I'm playing I'm playing Outriders. Like, look, it, it's funny because the prelude's really cool. And 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 once it gets to this point where they're like, hey, what do you want to be? And then I saw Pyromancer, and then there was other things, but I was like, nah, I'm burning everybody burning up. Everything like, I, yeah, as soon as as soon as it said pyro, I was like, yes, please. Travis, Travis like, is I'm letting us know who he really is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, monster with morals. That's what someone yes. said. Monster, monster with morals. Yes. <laughs> monster with morals over here. Like, what? You're sparing people as a monster? Yeah. You know, I'm like, I double checked. I'm people? like, oh, I don't I don't need to eat these two people because like I've already got all my life and it wouldn't really benefit my monster. And I already have a power that I need to use. So I'm gonna let you live. Whack. You just keep screaming and running by me. I'm like, wow. help me by you. Whack. I, I legitimately, they need to give you some kind of like a. a I hope I actually get an achievement mm-hmm. for it. I, I, I remember, just an aside, I remember we were playing the forest and like you have like an actual objective of finding your son somewhere in there. And we were just going around building stuff. And then suddenly it gave you an achievement, it gave my sister an achievement that said, Bad dad. And it said, Go 100 <laughs> days without finding your son. And I was like, Thank you for doing I'm pretty good about that. Look how many, look how many like mushroom people and, and, and turtles you killed as Mario. Yeah. They were attacking, right? but did they die or did they yeah. just go to like? Yeah, no, you don't no. know. They went to an no. underlevel place. And then you were on the back of a dinosaur while he ate other uh, other creatures. He turned them into. He transformed them. In He's the like poo. a transmogrifier machine. In the poo. If if I'm correct, I think they went to the home for infinite losers. Oh, there you go. No, that's that's okay. actually accurate. Speaking <laughs> of that, hey Ryan. Yes, sir. Ryan. <laughs> so I'm a huge Call of Duty fan. So Call of Duty is always my ultimate go-to game whenever I need to play something. Um, but lately I've been catching up on um, God of War because uh, I've, I've been missing on that. I, had, I, was, I started playing it a while back and then I had to stop and now I'm just catching up on it. So. Boy, sounds awesome. Nice. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to conclude the show for today. Thank everybody for tuning in. If you're not a, if you're not part of the a Geekish Network, please subscribe to the Geekish Network. If you if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can do it for free. It costs you nothing. It means the world to us. Follow each and every host on their socials. Uh, particularly follow Travis and, and trolling. Wait, <laughs> I'm just messing around. I'm just messing around. You can follow us all if you have any game development questions or any questions about games. Don't hesitate to hit any of us up. Also, throw your topics to us. We have a, la- a list of topics we hardly ever get around to them. We have to get out of the news quicker, but we hardly get around to them. Uh, but we will teach y'all how to make games because that's what we're here for. Uh, Ryan will draw. Ryan will draw. As you can tell, <laughs> he's drawing right now. Uh, I do we'll it show, all. We'll make, draw, we'll make Ryan show off his drawings and equation, occasionally throw up. Yeah, he's going to draw Bruce Wayne next. I wonder who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have one right Of course you do. As he, as he like, literally leaves to go get a picture I'm, of Bruce I'm Wayne. looking. I'm trying to find it somewhere. He's trying to find it. He got Bruce Wayne just laying around. Uh, but speaking of art, I'd like to thank Digital Click for all the artwork they give us. They do all our overlays and all our promotional materials. And our contest is over for the PC. So we'll have another contest coming up next month, and we'll let you know what it's going to be. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. <laughs>